older style cultures like over egged on this. But I think same with anything. It's all about balance. Yes. So is there anything wrong with masculinity? I think the word masculinity has got a real negative connotation behind it right now. I don't think there's anything wrong with strength. I don't think there's anything wrong with being self-sufficient. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily being dominant, depending on the situation, the context. And I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't even know what the word virility means. Yes. But I'm assuming that sexually... I'll get a uh, mate. I'll put a link up for yeah, us. I'm assuming that with that, it's like, it means like sexually like out there. Like just, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of these when it's controlled. I think it's when it's out of control. The lack of emotion is the only thing I think is potentially straight away looking at this. Like, would I say the lack of emotion... Mm. is masculine I would go with no welcome to the prime life project podcast a place to help you unlock your full potential both mentally and physically to become the best version of you Welcome back to an episode of the Prime Life Project podcast I'm your host Daniel James and today I've got Mr. Mikey Markham back with me how are we Mikey Love being here, mate. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. It's a beautiful day outside. So, like I said, we've got the door open for the studio. So, we've got. Hurry up. I know, yeah. <laughs> get it done. Get, get <laughs> outside. Say what you've got to say. Get, well, you say this. We literally just discussed like doing the world's longest podcast. And now you're trying to just get it done. Trying to the longest and the shortest. Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone assumed to the other. Breaking all records yeah. today, mate. <laughs> Here's this podcast done. Get yeah. it done. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we've got some good guests lined up, actually. I know, like I said, it's um, in recent times, it's been uh, quite more of me and then me and you as well. But we've got some good guests lined up. And again, I know you've had some decent podcasts coming up. But uh, we had some pretty cool, didn't we, on Thursday? Mm, so again, I'm going to give you a big shout out yeah. for this. Uh, Mikey hooked us up. Uh, obviously, it's mainly for your uh, the men's circle that you've got coming up. You're my boy. Uh, and then obviously then... Um, the, with, with Dan and his um, men's circles as well. Yeah. And then obviously then I tagged along as well. But we were on BBC Radio Nottingham, which is pretty cool. So I said getting, us, getting the names out there, which is pretty good. I think we handled it really, really well. So the, 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 the DJ actually asked us to go back, hasn't he? Yes. So like I said, live on air, or sorry, off air, but like actually there, he said, we need to do this more regularly. Did he say it on air as well? I think he mentioned might it. Have done. Yeah, yeah. might have. I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Do you know I mean, it's like a case of, he didn't even like speak to his producer or anything. He's just like, we need to make it more regular. And there's, he's like, not every week. So then I was thinking, okay, maybe once a month. He's like, yeah, let's do it bi-weekly. And you think, I think we made quite a good impression of ourselves there. Yeah, yeah I think his thought was he wants to get people in that are struggling. So maybe some musicians, he was mentioning a few people that have been on and they're in the, the midst of depression and struggles at the minute but also then having people on that are trying to do stuff towards it so mm. he wants to get us on as those people that are helping build lives outside of depression so I quite like quite, that. the dynamic of it's quite good wasn't it yes. like you said like you've got some people that are currently going through it but then us three mm. although we still struggle and again we spoke about that on the actual episode and we speak about it all the time on the actual podcast that although we do still struggle we are slightly further along the path so it can give more like help yes. and advice rather than people that are kind of going through it and just sharing their story. 100%. Or, or at least we, we've been through it. Yeah. Because it, it's not necessarily always further on the path, but it's just, well, I suppose it is in a way, isn't it? It's just, I've been through it, so I can give you advice now. Whereas before, I'd try and give people advice and I've not been through anything yeah. of truth. So then... It was all of a, a very flawed base, I suppose. And yeah, I, I'm completely of the same accord, man. I think we, uh, the thing I said I liked the most was we listened really well to one another and we didn't just ditto and go, yeah, what he said. We took what you said and then ran with something with it mm -hmm. and added to it. So I, I think um, that the whole interview just flowed really 
Really nice. Mm. It's the first time I've ever been in like an actual proper studio. What, were, what cool. were you feeling? It was good. Honestly, I, I, I genuinely could see myself doing something like that, you know. We spoke quite a little bit before we started here. I genuinely could see myself doing something like that. I think it's really cool. Like the whole setup of it, like, because you've seen me like uh, chatting by myself, like when I do the episodes myself. I've got no problem chatting to myself. To be fair, you don't say F-bombs anymore, really. Well, it's funny, it's bizarre you said that, like, because <laughs> um, also my parents listened. They only listened to the first 30 minutes of it. I think yeah. it's close to their bedtime, nine o'clock. Um, so this is the first 30 minutes of it. And then afterwards, um, well, it wasn't close to bedtime because they were awake when I got home. So when I got home, they were like, oh, we were both really impressed that you weren't swearing. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've told you that I'm not kind of really doing that anymore. And they're like, oh, yeah, but you do like, sometimes like, yeah, I do, but not on the, the podcast because obviously with all the school kids and stuff like that, it's mm. like, you can't really do that. So for me, uh, it's, it's been really good like, talking now. And I think it then adds more, I think I spoke about it before, like when I actually do swear on these ep- podcasts, it adds something to it. Yes. But it's now got to the stage where I don't really think about not swearing. I just mm. don't swear. Could you be on BBC then? Do you think you could do a segment? Listen, BBC, if you, if you listen to this, then yes, I'm more than happy to, to, to be, the, be the next uh, next. Part. But it's, it's, I think it's just an interesting sort of topic of it. Like even speaking to like, like Aaron was saying that he didn't like his voice beforehand. And again, mm. I still don't particularly say that I've got a great voice, but people enjoy listening to the podcast. So cool. Like I'll take that. I'll accept that. But for me, the biggest thing, my take, biggest takeaway was he had three guys and then obviously four, including um, the host himself. Obviously, yeah, himself. Which is the fact that we've got four different people from, from complete different backgrounds, yeah. but all had the same stories at its core essence. Yeah, walking to the same place. Yeah, and, and mm. it, I, thought, I thought it was absolutely fascinating. As you said, we all complete difference. Again, Dan was very different to me. You were very different to me you're different to Dan and then obviously Aaron's very different as well and again um, Aaron talked about like cultural differences as well and how that's made it. the whole thing I was just like this I was just there and I was like I had a great appreciation of this is nuts just having four blokes mm. just chatting but I think this is the interesting behind about it was obviously the people that weren't there the stuff off air yes. that was spoken about was so deep Yeah, we gave deep nuggets on air but off air it got even deeper and I was just sat there like Layers. wow yeah 100% and that, that's what I really enjoyed. In fact, you've got these, these four blokes in there and there was no egos really. Well, I would say at all, really. We were all just completely there, mm. just being our true authentic selves. And you could really sort of see that and feel it. Like mm. it was just, we are just here to try and help whoever's listening. And I, that's what I like the most about that. You could real, really feel that energy I felt. And the same with the walks of life. It's really integral and important for differences to come into the show. So people listening can resonate with you or resonate with me or resonate with Aaron. Mm everybody's going to take something from it. But like you say, it's men coming together and sharing stories. Mm. And there's nothing more important than that at the moment. It it, it really, it felt that. I, I went home that day and I felt very enlightened from that whole conversation and a, a lot of beauty within it. I just thought, I think we've done something very important tonight. Yeah. It, like you, I love your saying, that one person listening being on such a grand scale and being on a BBC, there's a good possibility that there's one person that got to listen to that that needed it at that moment. Absolutely. And whoever they heard and whatever nugget it was, it was there. That's what matters. So yeah, even if they, 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 they listened to uh, Dan, for example, or you, yeah. they may have just listened, but we were all part of that same experience. Yes, yeah. So whether it was you that took a nugget from or me or even Aaron, the host, like we were all part of that conversation mm. that led that person to get into that one nugget. Yeah. Because we're all kind of, like you said, we were all, we were all bouncing off each other. So the conversation was flowing because of what we were saying. So that's, that's the amazing thing about it. And again, there was no egotisticalness of it. Like, oh, I hope I helped one person. It mm. was this conversation. And the conversation was good. It's that is maybe the nugget, because even if they didn't quite agree with the thing that we were saying, 
it was men communicating. Mm, it's about conversation. And so if, you don't agree, the, yes, if you don't agree, awesome. They'll like, be able to go and have that conversation. And, and the, the big thing as well is like it, it, with this podcast, like I don't claim to have all the answers. Mm. You don't claim to have all the answers. It's no, not about that. It's just like me just talking about real life experiences that I've had, especially with me doing ones by myself. Me and you right now, so just a general chit chat conversation, but again, dropping some little nuggets from our both combined experience. And obviously when we've got a guest on, it's then really tapping into their expertise and experience. Yeah. But either way, it doesn't matter. The conversation It's like just having that one little nugget changes it all yeah but we're coming from a place of we don't have all the answers but if you don't agree that's fine but ask yourself then why don't you agree yeah do you know what I mean I don't agree with that okay but why because cool if you don't agree awesome but why don't you agree because then you can go down that rabbit hole mm. and then it helps you confirm your reason why you don't agree 100% Does that sense? yeah like, so sometimes sense. I read books and these are like, published authors they clearly know what they're talking about but with my wealth of knowledge and my own personal lived experience sometimes I read things I'm like I don't agree with that, mm. and I don't agree with that because of X, Y, and Z. Now, that doesn't mean it's wrong, but for me and how I've experienced it, it's like that wouldn't really work with me. That doesn't really resonate. It's not necessarily wrong, sorry. It's like it doesn't resonate with me. Yes. Not that it's wrong, it just doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. Wrong's the wrong word because nothing's wrong, it's all subjective. Yeah. But I'm listening to it, sort of reading it or whatever it is, watching it, and I'm like, I don't, this doesn't resonate with me, but I don't get it doesn't, the feeling. yes, because of X, Y, and Z. Yes. So if you listen to anything we say or anything coming forward or in the past, and you don't resonate with it or you don't agree with it, like, okay, why not? Because mm. then it confirms to you what you know. Does yeah. that make sense? So there's always, always an opportunity to, to learn. Yes. And just be teachable. Like, oh, okay, like, okay, I don't agree with that. Why? Okay, same with some, some, some of the guests that we have on. I don't always agree, mm. but I can see where they're coming from. So just because I don't agree, it doesn't resonate with me. I then don't need to call that guest out yeah. because someone listening might need that bit of information because, again, mm. that, that, that the guest is an expert. Yes. So who am I to then be like, oh, I don't agree with that? It's like um, Unless I really don't agree and I want to unpick it to get to the essence of what they really mean. But most of the time, it's like, oh, that's not really something that I personally have experienced or witnessed, believe in. Yes. But it's worked for you, a listener may need that, bam, let's go down that rabbit hole. I could so, think of so many instances where 100%. that's been a case re, of recent. Yeah. Now, um, my friend's AA, and that's awesome. We had a great conversation around it, but I don't, he holds it as it's the be-all and end-all. It's this way or no way. I'm like, I don't like absolutes. I think for people getting off of substance abuse and so on, there's probably a, a beautiful array of ideas and things that they can implement. So that was one instance, and... I suppose uh, more on topic of today's conversation, somebody said in a podcast recently, oh, there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. Mm. And that sort of hit me in a way. But I, again, practiced my ability to listen and see where they're coming from. And I really enjoyed what they were saying and the path they were going down. So that's always a tool that we need to always try and exercise is listening Mm. and let them explain to their core. And then you come back to, okay, I've really, truly listened. I know where you're at, but I've still got this feeling Mm. and here's where I'm at. So I think people need to know how good of a listener they think they are Mm. and then build towards being a better listener always. Let's say it's when people think they come from that ego place that I know everything. Yes. You can't. Again, you've got a high wins to learn, high wins to change. Like you've got to be, like when you're listening to a podcast or reading a book, you've got to go into that to be like, I am willing to learn something from Mm. this. Because if you're completely closed off and think I know everything, then you're going to take nothing from it. But if you're coming from the openness of, I want to learn, like I'm going to learn something from this, you will find something to learn from. But then you've got to have that willingness to change as well. So I say, it's always just understanding, like you've got the willingness to learn, but then if you're then learning it and you're like, 
this doesn't really fit into what I believe and what's working for me, then you don't have to change. But that is then part of the whole being teachable. Yes. You know when to change, when not to change. Because you can't keep changing everything every two mm. seconds because then nothing's going to stick. No, when you're strong yeah, in your thought. absolutely. And that's the Be first, strong in your thought. Exactly. When you're first starting out, you kind of need blueprints from yeah. people. So again, you've got your little blueprints and it will change quite drastically because you're trying to find something that resonates and works with you. Then once you've got that core essence of like, I know that this works for me, you can then swap and change small minute things yes. and slowly add that little bit extra to your life. Does that make sense? Oh, mate, complete sense. I've got a friend that works in politics and his tactic in politics, he asked the first question of, is there anything I can say right now that can shift a part of your belief? And if they say no, he just doesn't bother then. Because yeah. he's like, well, what's the point of us having this conversation if neither of us have anything to gain or give and you're not open to the chance of changing a bit of a mindset, then I'm not going to engage in it because you've got a barrier up that there's no breaking. I love being wrong. Yeah, mate, as honestly. As, as, as that sounds like, I love being wrong. I, I used to get ego slapped by it. I still do. didn't enjoy it. No, but, but I still do. I really? Still do. Yeah, yeah. Do you know when you, it, to be wrong yeah. doesn't feel good. I t- but it's like, and then, then just be like, then you just check yourself and be like, wait, yeah. hold on. You, then you have a little word with your ego, like, mate. I, I, there was a couple of times at Paul Cope's course we went on where I just had this epiphany, epiphany. And genuinely before where... I'd seen my ego, then somebody checked it and showed me it. I would have this horrible gut-wrenching feeling of, oh no, what I, I shouldn't allow that to happen. And every time it happened since Paul's course and, and onwards, I just love it because I'm like, oh my God, there's going to be growth in this. Yeah, you have a real <laughs> conversation about it. Again, people say that the ego is bad. I don't necessarily think it's bad. It's only bad when it's unchecked and out of control. Yeah, like, yeah. You need a bit of an ego. And that's the thing. Ego's got such a bad thing about it. Like, there's nothing wrong with having an ego. The problem is when it goes unchecked. Yes. It goes unchecked and it's got a mind of its own. You're in absolutely no control. That's when it becomes a problem. But for me, like I said, when I'm wrong, it does hurt. Yeah. No one likes to be told. Because again, fundamentally, we want to fit in. Like, mm. We've got this belief of like, that most of us got to believe that we're not good enough. Like, and again, no matter how much work you do on it, it's still going to be there. There's little cause. When you're wrong, straight away it's like, ah, see? Mm. Then it's just like, no, 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 no. That's not what this is about. And then again, you have, and then the more you do that, and the more you have that conversation, that dialogue with yourself, the more it puts you back in control because the more you know yourself, mm. the more you know what things trigger you and what don't trigger you. Do you know what I mean? It's such a real cool thing to do. But a really interesting thing you spoke about there, about the masculinity, which is what we're trying to talk about today. And again, it'll segue into it. So before we actually talk about masculinity, I've got the definition here from the Cambridge Dictionary. Uh, so masculinity is defined, it's a noun, is, is defined uh, as the characteristics that are traditionally thought to be typical or suitable for men. Mm. So again, certain things with that. So again, I wrote some uh, lists from another website that sort of cause it doesn't actually list them. Um, but like basically, it's where significant importance is placed on things like strength, lack of emotion, so like showing weakness essentially, mm-hmm. uh, self-sufficiency, dominance, uh, and sexual virti- virility. Virility. Okay. So again, that's quite interesting. I didn't realise that's what masculinity really meant because people talk about toxic, mas- toxic masculinity but you kind of need to know what masculinity yeah. is meant to be in the first place. So, so we're not necessarily talking about toxic masculinity but just, I think with masculinity like, there's a whole conversation about that at the mm. minute where is it a good thing, is it a bad thing but I think we just needed to define what it actually was. Do you, do you have a distinction of the two? Because toxic masculinity is the one that people throw around the most at the minute. Yeah. And masculinity, in my eyes, the way I perceive it is the healthy one. We've got feminine energy and masculine energy. And there's feminine men and masculine women. And it all sort of, it it flows into all of us. Mm -hmm. But predominantly men, through the hormones that we have, 
have an emphasis on more masculine. So this That's is this is so this is something here where um, medical news today speaks about. Uh, so these these traits spoke about here, like the uh, strength, lack of emotion, self sufficiency, dominance, mm -hmm. and sexual virility. It speaks about here that the overemphasis of these traits may lead to harmful imbalances in someone trying to live up to them. Yeah. So then it leads okay. to things such as aggression, sexual yes. aggression or control, uh, showing no emotion or suppressing emotion, uh, hyper competitiveness, needing to dominate and control others, uh, a tendency to glorify. Uh, towards glorifying violence, mm. isolation, low empathy, entitlement, and sexism. So you right. can see why potentially, yes. if like again, older style cultures like over egged on this. But I think same with anything. It's all about balance. Yes. So it, it, is, is there anything wrong with masculinity? I think the word masculinity has got a real negative connotation behind it right now. I don't think there's anything wrong with strength. I don't think there's anything wrong with being self sufficient. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily being dominant depending on the situation, the context. And I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't even know what the word virility means. Yes. But I'm assuming that sexually... I'll get a uh, mate. I'll put a link up. Yeah, for I'm assuming that with that, it's like, it means like sexually like out there. Like, just, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of these when it's controlled. I think it's when it's out of control. The lack of emotion is the only thing I think is potentially straight away looking at this. Like, would I say that lack of emotion mm. is masculine? I would go with no. Spoke of, what, literally, I think we spoke about that on BBC. For me, actually showing and being in tune with your emotion, I would say is one of the biggest strengths you can possibly have. So we talk about strength. Yes. And actually knowing your emotions and taking control of your emotions, I think that's real strength in and mm. of itself. So for me, I'm like, hmm, okay. I don't really agree with that lack of emotion, but I can see why back in the day, like the stoic times and stuff, it's like, actually, no, you need to just be this stoic kind of warrior and just suppress, suppress, suppress. Mm. But then as we know here, and like it says here, when you um, overemphasize the lack of emotions, that's when you become... The like, toxic. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's called piece of press emotions. Mate, 100. I, I think my conversations I've been having recently towards masculinity are with strong, m achieving men. So we're meeting up and we're talking about the power and the importance of masculinity and it's absolutely beautiful. And all those things you've just mentioned then, and I'm sure there's a few more, it's about channeling them, feeling them, really owning them and that's what we we need to do i suppose there's the, the the toxic side as i can say on multiple levels in my life shadowed into me you know the lads 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 thing where it's all about collecting women um the don't cry mate uh, we've run that course together with paul mm. and that video of that footballer that's yep. like don't cry don't cry got really scared about it that was hugely powerful. powerful and re but really um impactful watching it for me because i remember being told as a kid so many times i need to stop crying yeah. I, i'm not doing this right and i suppose when they talk about lack of emotion they may be just comparing it to the feminine energy mm -hmm. which is quite hyper emotional at yeah. times and really fairly sensitive which yeah. is a beauty of life but that's just a comparison mm. thing um and it will be. It'll be to do with brain development, the the chemistry that are in our bodies, why we channel them in this way. And I just think it's very important to establish masculinity and femininity and think of these things in society, but be really conscious about the toxic sides of them, things I've mentioned then. Yeah. Do you distinguish the two? Have you had times in your life where you can look down that list and go, oh, I can see where I've gone to the extreme on this or gone to the extreme on that. Mm. Like, oh, I've got to show my strength now. 
is showing your strength being sensitive and loving and kind and compassionate. I think that's very strong. Mm. But the toxic side is when it's like, go and smash him in the face because he said that thing. That's where the toxicity comes from. I yeah, feel. I think, it's, again, it's completely lacking a lack of awareness of yes. the situation. Because um, for me, it's, again, let's take it back to like hunter-gatherer days. Like Naturally, as a male, you want to protect Survive. and have this sort of strength and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So you've kind of got to be, not, not a warrior is the wrong word, but you have to sort of have that sort of energy about you. I think but, it's the right word. Yeah, but I think then, then the, the thing nowadays is that we haven't learnt, society's changed a bit. Society's changed quite a lot. And I think now, because people are becoming a lot more aware of their emotions and becoming a bit more sensitive, I believe that people are becoming too hypersensitive to mm. things and are taking offense to things that they shouldn't be taking offense to. Yeah. If that makes sense. So for me, it's like, do, do I think there's anything wrong with a male showing strength, with a male showing dominance? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's when it becomes too much. So for me, it's like when guys try to be alpha. Yes. I've got this saying, and I've always had this saying, that if you're trying to be alpha, by definition, you're a beta. Because mm. alphas don't need to try and be alpha; they're just alpha. They just mm. are. Yeah. And that's masculinity for me. Like, if you're just being your true, authentic self, and you're showing strength, you're showing dominance in the right way. Like, you're sex sexually aware of yourself, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Because again, we're not saying here this. We're not saying here you've got to go shagging all women. Because again, it could be completely masculine being gay. Mm -hmm. It's got nothing to do with sexuality. Yeah. So it's got nothing to do with that. Uh, and but again, the lack of emotion is understanding emotional intelligence. Yes. So being strong, again, what does strength mean? Not necessarily physically strong. Mm. Can you be masculine and have a really weak frame? Absolutely. Because it's strength of character, mm. integrity. So when you break it down to its core here, there's mm -hmm. a lot more than what strength. Strength of what? Yes. Yes, physically strong. Okay, cool. So being broad, okay. But can you be physically broad and then not be masculine? Absolutely. Mm. You, you see some, again, people that are really not masculine at all. Yeah. Don't show any of these sort of traits. And they're massive, they're jacked. It's got nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. It's got nothing to do with physical strength. So for me, you've got like strength of emotions. So then it ties in. So for me, it's like you're looking down this list of stuff. It's like for, for, for me, the whole conversation about this is, it's when people say that it does become toxic, mm. when it's not toxic. Because then it's case, then we've got, you've got a load of men that naturally want to just sort of be. Yes. And I don't think there's anything wrong with just being. The problem is when they're trying to over-egg it. Mm. But then if you're told in society, oh, it's toxic... So then you want males to be more feminine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because like there's, there's no conversation about what is it? Yes. Oh, it's toxic masculinity. Okay, explain that. What do you mean by that? Why is it toxic? Do you know what I'm saying with it? Is it just people being a bit sensitive with it? They don't know how to, to deal with this? And I feel there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that are struggling within themselves, which then causes this, this overemphasis, mm. which then causes the aggression, yeah. which then causes da 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 it, it, it's a lot of it. vulnerability and not being comfortable and confident in yourself. Absolutely. That's one of the biggest factors. I suppose... Not feeling good enough as a yeah, male. Enough is a big shout. Yeah, like if you're not feeling good enough, like you, sort of feel like you, 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 you're trying to provide for your family, for example. Mm. I'm not saying that the male has to be the main provider, but let's say you're trying to provide and you're struggling mentally because you're just like, everyone's saying to you, like, oh, you're toxic, but you're just like, well, I'm trying to do the best to provide. Mm. Do, do you know what I'm saying? And then, then, then you start beating yourself up, it's like, but then you don't know what to do. And there's no sort of help out there. And just by saying someone's this thing, but then giving them no context to try and help them, it's not, it's not helpful. Yes. And then people get more agitated and more frustrated. And they almost try and over, then overcompensate for it. And it's I, that overcompensation that I feel is the issue when everyone's trying to be alpha. Yeah. I think that there's people I can allude to and imagine when they're being told their toxic masculinity would be 
the the lads 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 style Absolutely. thing you know what i mean and that that the masking something if we can keep going back to to history and ancestry and imagine what men have evolved from i think strength is within it but it's not just going around being strong launching things and being reckless and trying to kill everything that exists it's being very tactical with how you approach it so uh, some of the the most masculine and strong people i know that they are um mma fighters and but they are very strong but they would do everything in their capability and potential to to not be in a fight in a situation Uh, so they've got all these traits and strength inside of them in in so many ways and i think the physicality is a factor we're allowed to i I know so many men that are ashamed for being strong now and wanting to be exactly and what's wrong with that exactly what what is is wrong there's nothing it's It's only wrong if you're using it to the toxic yes. masculinity, but it, it, it's, it's good to want to let you... It's assumptions. You assume yeah. just because someone looks a certain way yes. that they're going to then uh, overemphasize these other traits yes. here. So if someone looks strong, physically strong, jacked, let's say, not mm. jacked, you're then going to be looking at and you're going to be assuming there's lack of emotions there. Mm. You're going to be assuming that they're overly bearingly dominant mm-hmm. over women or men or whatever relationship they're in. Yeah. That they're going to be overbearing, they're going to be dominant and they're going to be sleeping with everybody. You're making assumptions about that person yeah. and you're saying it's toxic. What is toxic about that? See, see, Nothing. And, and it, but that's another, the side is, you know, objectifying women is bad, isn't it? It's wrong. And that's where I think we've been bred into a culture that values sleeping with as many women as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's the conditioning I felt from my small little town in Ripley. When you're talking with your mates, it was all, how many girls have you been with? Hey, girls, 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 girls. And because the conditioning's so strong, that's what we're talking about, toxicity. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, as a, as a role, as a man, it is sort of to, to spread seed, mm-hmm. uh, to, to find a woman is a factor of life through evolution Mm -hmm. that is just a genuine factor of life uh, that we um want to reproduce and have the strongest bearing child but then when it's conditioned in a society that's only emphasis is the woman provides that the woman does that for us the we objectify it that's the the dangerous slipping point does that make sense society again you've got to look at that that whole thing of like um the sexualization of society as a whole like who has allowed the sexualization of women and you look at women being used as sexual objects mm. go back and watch 90s movies just look how they portray women yeah yeah so then all, all of us like the grown up watching those movies like american pie for example yeah of course just, just, just look, again great movie but look at what that portrays Dude, as women women are just literally there to be used as sex objects i, I go around my, my granddad's all the time and you watch all these cowboy films yeah. and it's the most misogynistic yeah, exactly. disgusting so it, 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 it's it, in everything it, it, this one says so now it's changed somewhere they beat women yeah this i'm saying and this whole thing but that was socially accepted back then mm. and then you then now got this thing about tinder so literally, what's Tinder? Especially an app where essentially it's meant yeah. for dating. It's not. You basically go and shag. Yeah. So essentially, like I said, growing up is a case of how many people you slept with. Like somehow mm-hmm. that is a badge of masculinity. Yeah. But that, that's got nothing to do with masculinity. Yeah. Because again, if you're then using like a manipulation to get women in bed, there's yeah. nothing masculine about that. that. Well, that's the toxic side, exactly. the manipulation, exactly. the, but we're, the we're, desperation exactly. as well. Exactly. But we're not taught about any of this sort of yes. stuff. Yes. I mean, we're not. This society. My thing is that I think society's got a lot to answer for. When I say society. Like in a rabbit hole, the select few that basically put out what we, we, we consume is basically led to a culture where toxic masculinity was, of course, can be bred. Mm. 
because it's like like to be a man you have to sleep with loads of women yeah but then you sleep with loads of women guess what you get a massive ego yeah what does an ego bring with it all of these other these the over the, these traits here like this ego aggression yeah i mean control isolation empathy because you've got a massive ego you're gonna push people away so it's it's bred it mm. it's embracing bred with these egotistical people that again are running away from something we spoke about this on, on the bbc like conversation between all of us like again my journey sex mm. the whole thing was i was running away so basically what you've now got is you've got this group of boys yeah they're basically trying to find themselves they're struggling to find their place in society prove themselves prove themselves and then they find alcohol they find women yeah and it's just like oh brilliant but then they're not actually understanding themselves mm. and what's the great saying that i've seen on someone on instagram basically the problem with sex nowadays is and again i'm still a big proponent of sex i think it's absolutely yeah, awesome yeah. and, and, I, and I, that's I, the, a masculine this, side of our should energy be, there should be no limitation on it as long yeah. as it's going to safe controlled manner everyone's like consensual i think it's absolutely brilliant i think it's completely free and part mm. of who we are as human beings I forgot to go into conversation. Oh, that was it. The basically the, the problem with, with sex nowadays is that in our society, it's not about connection. It's not about exploring yourselves, either one, male, female, male, male, female, whatever it is. It's more about just two people using each other to masturbate. Mm. That's yeah. essentially what it is. No there, there's no connection. Mm. You should go in, get the action done, you leave. And that's not, and the, going down the journey myself, it's been a big thing for me to actually understand what it actually means for me in a sexual context to be sexual. Yeah. And I've had such acceptance, like such a, literally, since that podcast we did, it's like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders and I've been able to be my true authentic self. I can't mm. describe it at all. People have mentioned it to me, like ever since that one episode you did where you shared your story, like it's like you, you've completely changed, but it's not been a conscious thing. Yeah. But in a sexual way it has because I'm a lot more... Free? Free. There's no more shame. There's no more guilt. Again, had therapy over it just have the whole conversation about it. it was just absolutely awesome mm. so again that then so now getting physically strong again back in the gym i'm i'm so emotionally um uh what's the word connected I'm connected with what's going on not all the time most of the time i can understand I'm not saying i can control it but i know what's going on inside my own head am i self-sufficient absolutely am i dominant yes but not in a overbearing way i don't think mm. like it's like i i run a company where people rely on me having a hold of the situation absolutely yeah you've got to yeah like, and again but same for women if a woman was in my position and had people working for her which they do like i'm saying as if like, like, like it's a magical thing women that are in the same situation as me and have got people that work under them mm. she's responsible for their livelihood I'm responsible for people's livelihood. We're talking about off air, like obviously this podcast, like it's my responsibility to make this podcast work. So obviously I'm paying you money to do this. Mm -hmm. So I'm responsible for some of your income. There's a great pressure. So if I'm not quote unquote dominant in this situation, meaning I know, again, what's dominant mean? Yeah. It means I know what I'm doing. I am, I am, I understand. I know where we're going. So if I'm a bit wishy-washy, you're going to be a bit like, I don't really trust Dan. Mm. But the reason why he bought into me in the first place is because I knew exactly where I was going. I dominated the situation. I know what's going on. There's nothing wrong with that. What does dominance look like when it tips over? I actually want to Google what dominance actually means. Yeah, because I've, I've known so many dominant people in my life and uh, I've so tried it, to show it, dominance. It's interesting here. The yeah. quality of being more important. Okay. I find that quite interesting. I didn't realize that's what that word meant. Uh, being more important, strong or successful than anybody else of the same type. So that's interesting. So I never thought that's what dominance was, but that's mm. actually quite negative. It says here, take, uh, the action of taking control of other people uh, in a forceful way. It could be, but like you run this prod, this podcast, so you need dominance over me in this podcast setting because this is your baby. You need to have that drive to go, no, I'm going to take control of this situation, make sure it, it runs. Same with me and my podcast. Mm. I would need to have 
dominance. She says, yeah, because again, the quality of being more, again, um, important, strong, successful. So let's change that. The quality of being more successful than anyone else of the, that type. So in this situation, like if I'm running a company, mm. like, let's, say, let's take the podcast out of it, the Primal Project, yeah. like the coaches, I am, I, I've been there and I've done that. So I'm trying to pass the information. Yes. Now I don't walk around thinking and giving it off that I'm more important. Mm. But fundamentally, if I'm like the head, yeah. I kind of have to have had that success. Yeah. So again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that dominance. As again, we spoke about it before, like the actual definition, the toxicity of it, mm. is when it becomes overemphasized. Yes. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's when it's overemphasized. Yeah. And you're using it to belittle people. Um, feel, like constantly telling people, I'm more important than you. I'm stronger than you. I'm more successful than you. That's Your not ideas good. don't matter. Yeah, exactly. So that's why then, I think this is where this definition of masculinity, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I think that there needs to be like a new age, mm. new age masculinity, yeah. if that makes sense. You've got the toxic masculinity. Okay, why don't we talk about like a new age masculinity? So what would that look like? Mm. Strength of character, like emotional intelligence, being self-sufficient, being self-aware and self-assured. Rather mm. than dominance, actually being self-aware yeah. and having self-confidence. I don't think that's a problem at all. No. And again, sexually aware. Yeah, it's like, it's, like a, it's, it's all about knowing what you're about. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything wrong with any Who of these traits here. you are and what you're here, about. But I just think they're very, potentially could be outdated. And again, it's very easy for these to become toxic mm. in society today. But if you actually look at them, it's like, okay, what, what, what do most people, cool, just, just change the wording of it. Like strength of character, emotional intelligence, being self-sufficient, self-confident, mm. again, dominant, same thing, confidence in yourself and your ability. And again, sexually like aware. I don't think there's anything wrong with those. That there definitely isn't. Um, masculinity, in its own form, just the word masculinity is not a bad word to throw around. It's not a bad word to uh, know yourself by. I'm I'm a masculine man now, and I've owned that. And I think, do you know when I went through that time with uh, I got called out on social media? It was a, just a really horrible place. And oh, he's this kind of man, this kind of man, this kind of man. I didn't know why I let it bother me so much because I know I'm not, but I wasn't strong in it. So then I tried to sort of weaken myself as much as possible and be less of a, a masculine man. And it, I was basically lying to myself for a long time and not being my authentic self. Uh, and I tried to completely shift who I am. But a real part of me, I, I love to show my, my masculine traits. I love to be strong. I love to be out and put on my jacket and be like, right, let's go. I'm, I'm going to take this situation. I'm not going to own this situation. Make, nobody can talk around me, but I'm going to be confident in it, comfortable in it. That's strength. Mm. And being, so I, I do, I, I love uh, boxing. Mm. I was going boxing a lot and I thought, am I just being a, a man that wants to go and be brutish and so it's nothing about that it's it's being able to put it in a a channeled environment where you can be part of what it is to be a man because I, I think the biggest thing with this as well like looking at this like when we say like problems being a man i don't think there's necessarily any problem anything wrong with a woman being masculine no no that, the same traits here so it's again you've got men that can be very feminine together. so you can be men that can be very, got very feminine, feminine. Side, yeah very feminine and i don't side. think there's anything wrong with that at all but I think women, again, like you see a lot more now, like women in the workplace, like women entrepreneurs, like women like absolutely taking over the world. Like, mm. again, rightly so. It's like, they've got these traits. They're, they're, they're all traits we all and have. And again, we say, we say lack of emotion. Again, like I say, it's one of the things where 
if you're trying to be successful in whatever it is, you can't just be completely emotional all the time. You've got to kind of sometimes, mm. there's a time and a place for it. Channel. So again, yeah, exactly. And again, women being self-sufficient, again, women asserting dominance in the situation, and again, women also being sexually uh, relative. Like, it's a, like if it works both ways now, I think this is the thing. It's like, the, the problem is you can, I think you can then get toxic masculinity potentially in women. And toxic femininity. Absolutely, it works both ways. So yeah. again, I think you can get men that can be toxically feminine. Yeah. I think it's the same thing, but we don't talk about this. It's like, and for me, sometimes I feel like that as a male, we get attacked unnecessarily mm. for mm. things that there's a story and a narrative, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas, like, for me, it doesn't really work. If you look at it, it's like, we well, can get women that, again, just looking at this now, it's like, you get women that, do, that, that are toxically masculine. Yeah. But it's like, okay, but then, then why are they toxically masculine? Because, again, like the definition says, they're trying to overcompensate, they're trying to overemphasize over things. Of course. As I think the whole thing that we, we talk about a lot on, on, on the podcast in general is like the biggest thing here is like you've got to understand yourself and understand that like where are if you do have any of these traits that you notice yourself let's use a sexual one because it's an easy one let's say you are really really sexually active and going a bit almost like crazy with it mm. where has that come from and let's say you are trying to just like beat the crap out of people but it's not in a controlled way where's that coming from if I you are lacking emotion where's that coming from I tell you a, a good way to examine all this and I've done it a lot now I've got a daughter and she's 16 months old. So we take her to muck out sessions and you're with loads of different kids. And kids, if you're going to look at a science or a social science experiment, watch them evolve because they're the most authentic selves. They've got no conditioning yet. They're just doing what they do. And there's 20 kids together in the room and always, nearly always, not always, sometimes you'll see the the lads will be going to the trucks. They'll be going there, they'll be grabbing one another, they're scruffing them up. And the, the girls, predominantly, not always, sometimes, but mainly, <laughs> they're going and they're, they're being loving and sensitive and helping each other out. And this is in play areas all the time. So when we're looking at masculinity, look at it in children and look how the feminine and masculine are evolving from such a small age. You see that, that's all the layers stripped off. And really, it's just showing lads do tend to want to sort of be boisterous and playful and and it is touchy-feely, like grabbing things. And then the girls are there making a little tea party and laughing with one another and doing imaginary play stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that to its core is what I see it as, the, the boys in how I just described then the masculine side of that because again they're, they're still they're quite weirdly sexual from a young age mm. as well it's it's odd to see <laughs> you're sort of like you do your thing mm. um and it's the the hormones in the body i've i've done and listened to a lot of podcasts on this because I, I was fascinated becoming a dad and i wanted to see how child children operate so it, it is important to establish how the brain functions, what's going on inside certain brains, men and women, how the hormones function, what's going on there, and why the lists are different in masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. And then looking at that, understanding how it looks in a healthy manner, all them things you said there, really healthy in their core and essence, but looking at what a toxic side of that looks like, mm -hmm. and all of these have the potential to slip over. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely, and then mm -hmm. also with that civil society, making sure that we are demanding more from what's actually rammed down our throats. Yeah. Like, do you mean show us the truth? Show us what, don't overemphasize this to toxic toxicity. Yeah. Don't emphasize this sexualization of women. Yes. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I know what you say, exactly what you're it, saying, it, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it happens, and again, there's nothing wrong with anything being sexualised, male, female. There's mm. nothing wrong with it. Like, sex is sex. The problem is when it's rammed down people's throats, and then it creates a society that demands that. Yeah. And then, again, by, everyone's then trying to be alpha. Everyone's trying to be top dog. And it creates this whole dog-eat-dog world, which isn't good. And that's why then I think there's a lot of people just pent up in anger. They don't feel... Because again, they, 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 they said about the kids there. What yeah. about that one kid, the one boy, that actually wants to go and play the teapot? Yeah. Do yeah. we even feel like an absolute oddball? What's wrong with that? You've got to allow them to, yeah. to, to, to gravi- gravitate where they want. You'll see predominantly what happens. Yeah. And that's why we are different. And I think it's good to allow to say we are different. It's just not having the conditioning in. But... I do, you know, it's the laws of attraction, isn't it? What you constantly look out for, you're going to bring into your life. So if people are like, toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity, just keep saying it, it saying how bad it is, yeah. that's all you're going to look out for. Yeah. That's, and, uh, that's a reticular activating system. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's the brain. And it, yeah. and it genuinely, it does happen, you know. It's very easy, if you're especially on social media, and in songs, and in any media consumption we have, that the lyricism... It is in And take there. it out of context. Yeah, you yeah, take yeah. take anything out of context yeah. and be like, oh, that was toxic. That yeah. was this. I was like, okay, right. Put yeah. it back into context and look at the, ca- the person's character as a whole. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's one thing that's it's not always necessarily a negative thing. It, like, do you mean? It's it's not. and it, But it it's very easy. If you went out searching for it, me and you now, we'd find it in a second. Because let's look at now. Like, the, over, the overemphasis on th- these things here can lead to things like aggression. Mm. Now, let's say I'm out with a woman. Yeah. And someone tries to attack us. Yeah. And I beat the shit out of that person. Mm. Am I now toxic masculinity? No, not in that context. No. If someone sees that, it gets recorded on video. Yeah. I'll look at that and beat the crap out of that person. Look how aggressive he is. Yeah. And, and everything's context. Context. But, the, it's like, but so there's nothing necessarily wrong with some of this context. No, there's no, not at here. all. Like, again, like um, low empathy. Sometimes low empathy is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm, mm. I don't want to emphasize the paedophile. Yeah. Not at all. I've got no interest. Yeah. So it's all contextual. Everything's contextual. So when you look at these things, and again, that's the basic, you know what? Everything's contextual. Yeah. But then you look at this stuff like, oh no, it's always, it's always bad. It's always bad to be aggressive. It's always bad to be this. No, it's not always bad to be anything. Mm, mm. Well, if you're walking around it all the time, yeah. completely oblivious to self and what impact you're having on those around you, again, cause and effect, like if you're literally walking around in a constantly aggressive state, mm. constantly sexually aggressive state, yeah. constantly searching for control in a sexual situation, constantly hyper-competitiveness, constant, 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 yeah. constant, that's a problem. And again, that, it goes for males and or females. And it's, it, it's so easy. When I went um, out of recent uh, to Leeds and I went on a night out, I mean, the conversations I was listening into and trying to sort of converse with certain people it's not of this accord mate it's not of a deeper level yeah. it's genuinely of what the girls like down there whatever and if if you're somebody that gets triggered and and hates toxic masculinity quote unquote don't go out on nights out like that because that's the sort of energy about it predominantly i really believe that i don't think what, but listen, it shouldn't be that way this is another reason why i don't end up drinking yeah because i hate how guys act but I hate drunk men. Yeah. are awful. If, if you if, almost. If you want to find toxic masculinity, you've got a night that, out. It's a night yeah. out. But, but, but again, but this, really is. What, but this is what I'm saying. Why? Why is that a thing? This is why I don't drink. Yeah. Obviously, apart from being beaten up, but like, I don't enjoy. Yeah. Men, I don't enjoy mm. being in a group of drunk men. Mm. I cannot stand it because their energy is disgusting. Mm. It's predatory. 
It's absolute predatory. And some of the stuff that I used to hear with my mates when I go out and I'd be sober and they were drunk. Yeah. I'd be like, mate, don't be associated yeah. with that. Exactly. I don't want to, be, but it shouldn't be that. Because when you're drunk, your inhibitions go down. So why are those inhibitions there in the first place? Because mm. again, what we told from movies, songs, and that sort of they, stuff. If yeah. a group of lads get together yeah. and you're drinking, then you should be predatory mm -hmm. towards women because the top if dog, the alpha, gets yeah. the women. And if your gang or your culture or your people are getting attacked, you go in for yeah. it and so on. And I'm like, I'm, I'm out of yeah. that. I don't, I'm not here for being no. tribal or anything yeah. like That's that. It, again, you should be able to go... The, the thing when you're drinking, it shouldn't be lads, yeah. lads, lads. You should be drinking, yeah. having a good time. Yeah. But it's not. And the conversation changes very quickly. I don't like that. Yeah. And again, it's that social conditioning. And that's why, again, predominantly, like, I, I, I'm very... If you ever see me on a night out, mm. obviously when we're drinking, it rarely happens. And I'm around drunk people, I'm very uncomfortable. Because mm. I just don't like the style of conversation yeah. at all. I just don't like it. I don't like it. Even if it's not my group, just the whole environment's going not on around me. The whole to. way yeah. that, again, that people dress. Yeah. That they encourage to dress like. That it's the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing, I don't know anything about it. And again, it's not necessarily toxic masculinity, it's toxic in general. The mm. whole thing is toxic. Mm. That's, that's true. a deeper level of things. It, no, I, I completely agree with that. I just suppose because of a magnitude of things in men, the, the hormones for one is this, we want to reproduce. And then the conditioning that goes alongside it in lots of communities, for all that to be bubbling up and then to layer that down with loads of drink and alcohol that's where the tip-off comes. Mm. That's where the, the tip-over comes from. And mm. it becomes dangerous. And then we, talk about, the, we talk about hormones as well, but I feel like if you genuinely are in control of your thoughts mm. and yourself... Which are not in no, alcohol. No, infused, but, but I don't necessarily think you can use the hormones as an excuse for anything. Because, um, for example, like you see, you see some guys, and steroids, for example, and they've got the whole thing of like, oh, yeah, do you mean you're just an aggressive wanker? Mm. Like, some people are that. Yeah, but again, what it does is just amplifies what you are. I think so. It's if you're an aggressive asshole mm. and you're taking them, you're becoming a bigger aggressive asshole. Yeah, do you know what I mean it's like it, you just, it amplifies what you are? So I think for me, yes, the hormones are playing a role in it. Mm. But I feel like if you genuinely, just, as you're taking control of your life and taking some responsibility, I don't necessarily think that then becomes a factor because the problem is that's going on. You're not aware of, of what your hormones are doing. You're not aware of anything. You're living in a zombified state, and then it's easy to blame this. Oh, it's the alcohol. Oh, it's my hormones. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Well, how about you take a bit of responsibility? Like, well, actually, it's me fundamentally. Yeah. And yes, it may be the hormones. But let me go do something about exactly that. Exactly that. Let me yeah. go do something about that. Let me just actually see if something's out of whack here. Like, let me just see what's going on here. Like, where does this aggression come from? I I agree with you con completely and never never should excuse and no. particularly atrocious acts yes. that men commit predominantly men commit and you can imagine what i'm saying there but the one of the best podcasts i've ever listened to genuinely one of the best it was on a rogan and it's this woman that wrote um testosterone the misunderstood hormone mm. and she went because she was sexually abused as a child for a long time by loads of different men so she went on a mission to sort of disprove the myth of testosterone and its power and everything we've known about it. And then she started going, and she was a really clever woman, uh, went to the top universities and started going to these lectures. And the studies conducted on it and the evidence done towards it, the, the lecturers were just saying, don't let your emotions get involved in this. Just listen to the studies. Just listen to the data. That's all we can do with this. Just the data, the data. And she wanted to discredit it because of all the atrocious things that had happened to her and horrendous times. But it was so compelling how misunderstood and powerful this hormone is. We need to take it into account, not to excuse, but so we can do something about it, like you said. So when you're looking at 
the, the worst of the communities, the rapists, mm. the paedophiles, whoever it is, we can understand the way the brain's operating a little bit better and the spikes that is happening to it. And then with that, you can start putting protocols in place of how to help these people mm. and use compassion towards See, them. I disagree with that. I'm not even read the book or anything like that. But That's for fine. me, the other I disagree is in that sense, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I need to do more into that. And this is the problem with studies. They've taken one hormone. Mm. And what I know about hormones is they do not work in isolation. Mm. So if they've just looked at testosterone and they've come to the conclusion that this is responsible for X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. there's so much more that's going to be involved in that rather than just that one thing. Absolutely. Of, mm -hmm. So just to be like, oh, testosterone. Oh, it's a spike in testosterone, which mm. means X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Okay, with well, testosterone rises, estrogen rises as well. Yeah. So then you take into account estrogen. So 100%. But then, then what does then that do? So then that then has an effect on the body. Another it then affects every I, single cell within the body. And I, I wouldn't want to hash up any of the oh, data, oh, yeah, oh, so yeah, I wouldn't yeah, want yeah. to try and go, oh, oh yeah. what they were explaining was this, yeah. because so that'd be interesting. I if, can't if, give if, it... If, I'm going to go do some research on that. Yeah. So I, said if it's just, I, I feel like sometimes when it comes to science, because mm. again, they used to believe that smoking was good for you. Yeah, yeah. And science backed it well, up. Well, the propaganda sort of by yeah, the companies. But, but again, you, again, you can make... Yeah. And it, so for me, it's like you're looking at it, it's like... For me, when it comes to science, I think science is fucking awesome. Absolutely. Mm, mm. But if you're looking at something in a scientific study, it's not necessarily real life. Yeah, so what 100%. you need to do is look at actual real life examples of these people and not just look at one testosterone. But then thing, when you do the route in route, say for sugar industry, yeah. when they said sugar was good yeah. for you and the same yeah. with smoking, oh, it's the, 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 when the, you the find the root funding, of it, it's yeah, like, funding, oh, the money that... But for me, when it comes to anything like that, it's like, like just, okay, take people that have done all these bad things and then psychoanalyze them. Mm. actually look at other things that have gone on because I guarantee there'll be more things that have gone on from childhood and their environment growing oh, up completely. rather than just, oh, well, they've got high testosterone. So like, yeah, cool, I agree with that. But if that was the case, then every single person that had high testosterone would be doing that. Yeah. So for me, it's like, yes, that may be a factor, but I don't believe it's necessarily... And again, as you said, that you, you, it, it's not an excuse ever. But there's other underlying things, and I would hypothesize that if you actually spoke to them and did a whole host of things rather than just looking at testosterone, you'd, you'd come to the conclusion that actually... There's a lot of stuff that probably went on in childhood for them to become that way. Dude, it's, it's, it's an array and a magnitude of factors. Absolutely. And the only other anecdote I've got towards testosterone as an example is uh, somebody you're getting on the podcast, I think, eventually, uh, the woman that went through menopause. Yep. And it completely ruined her life um, and for years and years and years. And again, because there's no education towards mm. it, people don't know. I don't know nothing about it. I know I'm not going to necessarily go through it i'm not going to go through mm -hmm. it but i'm going to have a lot of people around me that are and i need to be equipped for what they're going to go through and i can see signs and i can give help and so she was explaining it to me for a, about an hour at the gym but the the anecdote that she gave me on testosterone so eventually she found trt and her, her hormones were so out of whack and she she ended up having the the hormone that men have, mm -hmm. so she had the male testosterone in her, and she just said to me, "And now I get men." <laughs> she said before that I thought I was horny a lot of the time. I had that and fifty years old, and I've never been that horny mm -hmm. in my life. She was just always after it from my husband and mm -hmm. so on when she'd been put off sex for so long. So I just thought that was quite an interesting. Mm -hmm. As a, as a female Mate, to live your whole life through this this lens of, oh, yeah, but men say they're horny, but we're horny, da 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 But then, and I've heard this not just once, actually, a few times, for, for females to go and have a, a male testosterone, a male hormone put into them, 
and then go, oh. So again, it's not, uh, so with that, because obviously women do have testosterone, it's just mm. the ratios. Yes. That's all it is, the ratios change. That's yeah. all it is. So as I said, so women have testosterone. Yeah. Um, it's when there's, it's all that. But I think the there's a, isn't there a, a female version of testosterone? It's just how it's, the body's okay, uh, synthesizes it. See, it's very, very interesting, but yeah. I, d- I genuinely think when we're talking about masculinity, these are important factors to add into the discussion. Absolutely. Every time, 100%. if if we just negate always, with just the same... a blanket. I think the whole thing is just a blanket statement of toxic masculinity. Mm. And just stop fucking using it. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just swore. Just, yeah. stop, just stop using it. Just stop using it. Just stop using it. Unless you actually understand what it is that's toxic, and then you're then giving some context to it. Well, it's been like yeah. toxic masculinity. Yeah. Right. What about it's, it's it? absolute. This yeah. is toxic. It's toxic. Mm. What you're doing is toxic because you're being really hyper dominant yeah. in that thing there, like superior in a sexual way. It's very aggressive. Here's a good, here's a, a good example. If I'm with my mate at the pub, I'm thinking of my mate Jagger now. <laughs> but if I was talking to him about my sexual experiences with my partner and how beautiful it is, and just having a bit of a, a lads quote unquote chat about it, but empowering. And just saying how cool it is, that's fine. But back in the day, when I didn't know myself very well, and we'd just be talking about collecting numbers and mm. flags and uh, all these different girls as just nothing to us and objects, mm. there's the toxicity. Mm. Yeah. And if somebody, a girl in the night, next table, turned over and goes, guys, that's disgusting. Why are you talking like that? Credit to them. Absolutely. But if they turned across, well, I'm talking to my mate about my experience in the sexual encounter with my partner, it's not toxic. So they don't need to just blanket statement, oh, toxic masculinity, toxic males talking about sex. Mm -hmm. It's everything you said perfectly. It's context. Mm -hmm. Everything's context. Good conversation. It's been good. It's really good. It's, it's, you, it's, you need honestly, to, I'm never, I, I, mate, when you said about talking to us as a topic, it's not something I've ever you, really discussed or spoken about. You need to come to one of them circles because mm. that's, we all sit together and it's like, lads, we're going to talk about masculinity. Mm. And it's, it's really fascinating and it's evolved me in many ways. Mm. I've, I've started to own big parts of me that I was trying to suppress mm. for a long time. But now I'm like, no, it's, it's good to be a man. I mm. love being a man. Mm. It's just letting it, Channeling it right. Yeah, that's what it is. Understanding yourself yeah. and, and checking yourself if it is becoming toxic mm. with anything, not even just masculinity, anything. Yeah. If anything you're doing is becoming toxic, yeah. not just masculinity, you've, you owe it to yourself to call yourself out on it and learn and grow from it. It's not just the toxic masculinity, it's just in general. Like if anything you're doing is toxic, mm. toxic behaviors, toxic traits, toxic beliefs, toxic da 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 da. Yes. Do something about it. Eradicate that. Absolutely. Yeah, awareness. Or ask yourself a question, is it serving me? Yes, that's a good yeah. good question. Well, is this serving me? If the answer's no, okay. Let's get rid of it. Allow yourself to cry, lads. There you go. Um, where can people find out more about you, Mikey? Uh, Rhythmical Mike on all the social medias and the old farm bus if you fancy it. There we go. And then uh, mine is Daniel underscore James underscore fitness. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, hopefully catch you guys next time. Peace. Let us know what you think. <laughs>